On this episode of the AIE Podcast. World of Warcraft patch 6.2 is coming soon. But, but, Final Fantasy is releasing an expansion. And Knights of the Fallen Empire's The Sacrifice trailer has been released. Wait, 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 wait. Guild Wars 2 is releasing an update? We have Jedi here to talk to us about Guild Wars 2, Guildy of the Month, and other miscellaneous topics. <laughs> All that, and... Wow, all that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. And welcome to episode 235 of the podcast celebrating the Alia Akta Est gaming community. The Die has been podcast. And a very special happy Father's Day to all the great dads out there in AIE. This is Makala. And to my right, cleaning up whatever mess I happen to make up this week in the Guild Kitchen, is Tetsemi. Oh, for podcasting, I was playing Fallout Shelter. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Good job. We said a looter off to soak in a mud bath, and she loves a dick in the dirt. Um, so she won't be joining us this week, but who we do have is our very special guest, Jedi, who's here to talk to us about AIE and a whole host of things, including Minecraft, Guild Wars 2, and about the wonderful Guildy the Month program. Welcome, Jedi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Great. So what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, I haven't been playing much of anything because I've been busy. We're packing because we're moving Ooh. in a couple of weeks. We bought a house. Congratulations. So, That's awesome. Thanks. Yep, congrats. So, yeah, so, but when I have been, I've been trying to play my daily Heroes of the Storm, and which I'm terrible at, and Hearthstone. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Right? Yeah. I've been woken up a few times by the uh, woohoos of Heroes of the Storm from downstairs. <laughs> so, Ted, besides waking me up with the woohoos from Heroes of the Storm, what have you been up to in game? Pretty much that. Um, we did our rating, yeah. and we got three bosses. No, we didn't get three bosses down. We went to High Mall to create a lockout for next week when they nerf everything. In High Mall and Blackrock Foundry, and we're going to save that lockout and kill Imperador because, as Ben likes to say, they're like Pokemon. You got to collect them all. We got to we got to kill them all, even if it's you know not in season, as it were. Um, we're planning to do that. Patch six two comes out. I've got everything ready to go for flying, except the reputation quests or the reputation grinds, which hopefully aren't supposed to be that much of a grind. I think they said like two to three weeks, and, and if you're doing the dailies, um, you'll unlock the reputation for each. Um, playing out Fallout Shelter on the iOS that came out after E3 from Bethesda. It's a fun game. And um, Heroes of the Storm, learning how to play different classes. Surprisingly, not a tank. Surprisingly. Wow, that's weird. I know, Sorry right? about the tank. Mind blown. And then I also picked up on Steam because it was on sale, Pillars of Eternity, and I'm working through that. 
And that would explain the post in our D&D group's Facebook page saying, hey, guys, come pick up this game. Yeah, it's a very good game, especially if you're into role-playing. Um, it was done by Obsidian Studios, um, and it's it's really Awesome, awesome. What have you been up to, McCullough? Well, as you mentioned, we did Raid Thursday, and I wasn't stuck in the kitchen. I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have any craft projects, so I actually raided, and it was fun. Um, we did a little content, so I didn't have to worry quite as much about, you know, being the least talented warlock there. But then again, when you raid with Amy, Jade, and Ro, and Arsalan brings in his warlock, yeah, I'm always going to be underclassed with that group. Um <laughs> Let's see, we started, in other geek news, we started our 5e um, D&D campaign, and as you mentioned, you're not playing a tank in Heroes, and I'm playing a combination of the two classes that I don't play. I don't play clerics, I don't play fighters, and I'm playing a war priest. A neutral good war priest with absolutely no emotional baggage, and it's weird. Anyways, and um, <laughs> it's not right. Um, I did, and then we also uh, finished up a Deadlands campaign that we were playing, and we saved the world, made some enemies. That was a good time. That was a fun game. Very much so. I, I like uh, the Deadlands uh, system for combat and skills and other things because you know it involves poker hands and cards and and dice so you know it, it hits all the spots unless you roll unless you pull a, a black joker and then it all goes to heck and back see i didn't cuss this time so tet didn't think he had to edit it all right well we're going to be chatting with uh jedi about pretty much everything in just a few minutes but first we're going to cover this week's news A.I.E. News. All right. And as we mentioned in the intro, patch 6.2, Fury of Hellfire, drops Tuesday, June 23rd, bringing with it new garrison missions in the form of a shipyard. Uh, You basically have to go out of your town hall where your current mission table is, run down the hill to where you guys crash landed, and that's where you'll set up your port after doing an intro quest in the Iron Docks. Uh, You also have new upgradable gear from crafting, level 5 and 6, which requires a new reagent that you only get in Tanan Jungle. You'll get purchasable gear with Apexis Crystals, continuation of the legendary ring story and quest line, a new Tanan Jungle Zone, new raid Hellfire Citadel, as well as time-walking weekends and a ton more. We have both Wowhead's write-up and Blizzard's write-up linked in the show notes. They have the raid schedule for LFR, Normal, Heroic, and Mythic, so you can plan how long you're going to be stuck at the computer. I mean, enjoying the game at the computer. Also, with the release of Patch 6.2... Any characters who haven't logged into the game since December 7th, 2010, yes, that's four and a half years ago, will have their, yeah, four and a half years ago, will have their name freed up and available to anyone using the paid name 
paid name change service. Easy for me to say. So be sure to log in any tunes that you want to save the name on that you haven't logged in since December 7th, 2010. A day that will live in infamy. Anyways, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Heaven's Word expansion is dropping on June 23rd. Wait. That's right around the same time that the uh, WoW patch is dropping. That's quite an experience. Uh, coincidence there, Blizzard. Um, don't forget to do your benchmarking and see some of the great things coming in the expansion. Uh, there is full information on the FinalFantasy.com website. We have links in the show notes, also on the forums. And also, with that drop, and we're going to have Abel here to give us all the details next week, but we have new jobs including Dark Knight, yes, I'm Batman, new races, the Rain and the Xalia, new areas, which is Ishgard, Dravania, wow, I said myself the hardest stuff to say, mm-hmm. and Abalathia, mm-hmm. new primals and beastmen, the Van- Vanu Vanu and the Ganath. And the Nidhogg, one of the seven great worms born of, wow, the uh, Relic of the Eye. Sorry, not going to try to pronounce that one. I guess it's uh, Midgosamar, maybe. Um, the Relic known as the, I'm sorry, Eye buried beneath the vaults of Ishgar. And in Star Trek Online... The Time in a Bottle episode is now live, and this week's reward is the Chronotron Split Beam Rifle. You also get a featured weekly episode reward box the first time you complete this on any character on your account. You can either get an enhanced universal tech upgrade or captain specialization points. All rewards are bound to account and may be traded between your characters. I'll be right back. I need to text my boss and let her know that evidently I'm not going to be coming into work on June 23rd because guess what? Guild Wars 2 is also releasing an update that day. That must be a trend. Uh, Jenna's going to give us all the information on that, or quite a bit of the information. Um, there's a, a lot of None details. None of it? Oh, good. Okay. Uh, we do have links to the show notes um, to the Guild Wars 2 website. Um, it's available right now for pre-purchase, clearly. Uh, but yeah, that is coming. Crazy month to be a gamer. Yep. And in Star Wars news, announcing Night of the Fallen Empire. Note, not June 23rd. It's October 27th. Someone apparently didn't get the memo. This expansion raises the level cap to 65, includes the option to create level 60 characters. You can start fresh in Knights of the Fallen Empire and jump right into the new story content. They're delivering this story content in a new way never done in Star Wars The Old Republic, via chapters. The first nine chapters will be available at launch on October 27th, with new chapters delivered regularly following that date. With the launch of Knights of the Fallen Empire, all original eight-class stories will be enhanced, allowing for faster and more engaging playthrough for new and veteran players. Additionally, many of our existing flashpoints and operations are being scaled to 60 plus giving you many more elder game options at level 65 all right let's get the gist of it in the news game news going on in and around uh games aie plays so jedi let's get back with you and find out what's going on with guilty of the month minecraft and a lot of great things going on with aie yay yes so We've been uh, doing the new Guildy of the Month program for about six months, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, I don't have a list handy of all the people that have gotten it, but I do know that two officers have gotten it. So, um, and the 
something we kind of want to go away from. So what we're going to do starting next month, because I didn't brought it up to the council uh, a couple days ago, which means doing it this month is out of the question. So sometime next month, I'm going to be hitting up the officers, and we're going to be doing an officer spotlight. Oh, so every no. officer, there's a point about 50 to 70 of us. So we're going that to, I'm fun. just going to go off to spreadsheet. Okay. Yeah. We're basically the same thing. We're just going to, I mean, we're not going to like vote and do the whole thing like we do with Guilty of the Month. We're not going to nominate them. I'm just going to use the spreadsheet that the game directors are going to update. Random they did update, that they're going to keep updated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, basically, cool. I'm just going to pick, I'm just going to randomly pick somebody. It could be you, McCall. Okay. It could be Tatsami. It could be, it won't be me um, because I'm doing it. You should probably be the first uh, one, though. What, what if one of us does, one of us interviews you? No. I, I get to say, <laughs> fine. I get to skate out of it because I'm, I'm doing it, right? Thing. That's okay. how it works. So I'm just going to pick somebody randomly. Obviously, Cyrene and Cav, because they, um, they, they were in the actual Guildy of the Month. They'll, they'll right. get skipped over. They don't get to do it okay. twice. Nah, that so, makes sense. So that's the, that's the thing. So the other thing with Guildy of the Month is that we're doing it. And it, it the whole program works on nominations from you guys, everybody who's everybody in the guild. So far, I've gotten mm -hmm. one email to the... Uh, GOTM at AIE-guild.org. Mm -hmm. So far, just one from Cyrene, so that really doesn't count. Right. Because she could have just put the, her nomination in any officer form. So I'm looking at you guys, all of you guys, this whole guild and everybody listening to this podcast today and everybody who's listening to it after the fact. If you see somebody who's doing something great, out of the ordinary, doing something, just being a good person in AIE, Send an email. I know there's a thread on the forums that says, um, it's like, thank a guildy. Mm -hmm. Instead of using that thread, send an email to me. Then I can or have both. names. Right, right. Or both. Do them both. Do them both. Because right. I don't, I only go to a couple threads on the forums, so I don't, that, you know, and just give me a little description of what they did and why you think they should be guildy of the month. And, you know, just send the emails in because that's what this, program thrives off of it. I, I need nominations. And I think so. um, a, lot of, a lot of people might not realize that Guilty of the Month is one of those things that AIE has been doing off and on for a very long time. I've been in AIE for about five years now, and I know some of the earliest podcasts that I listened to of the AIE podcast, they had interviews with Guilty of the Month. Um, There's always write-ups, things like that. And I think sometimes we kind of focus so much on things that might annoy us that we don't really focus on, hey, this person was awesome or they are always awesome and we kind of take that for granted. So it is a really cool way just to recognize the people of AIE being we're trying to do. as fabulous as we are, as they are. We, we just want to recognize the good. I mean, that's what why everybody loves AIE because it's full of good people. So let's let's recognize the good people. And if you guys see, I mean... I'm only one person. Um, the officers can't, all the officers can't see everybody. So, you know, if you guys are out there seeing people doing awesome things, say, nominate. It's great. It works. Yeah. Let us know. Because, Let us know, definitely. Yeah. And because, you know, what, what we're going to, what we have right now is, you know, a lot of officer nominated ones. So you just see the people that the officers play with. And I'd like to right. see more. I'd right. like to see the whole guild. 
Definitely. And the great thing about Gilly of the Month is it's not just exclusive to our biggest games. In fact, if you ever, if anyone's ever looked at um, the past Gillies of the Month, most of them aren't, you know, in WoW or Star Wars or the games where we have a larger presence. We really want to make sure that the entire guild itself is seen, not just where the most people are. I'm looking at you guys, Secret World and um, yeah, Hobbits. Hobbits. We want to see you guys in here. Yeah. You know, we have a great loyal crew in Star Trek. Hello, Sybil. We want to see that stuff. Yes. Um, pretty much, that's pretty much it for Guilty of the Month, basically. That's basically the only reason I really wanted to come on here is just to pimp Guilty of the Month. Aside. Awesome. <laughs> okay, but there are other things going on, right? So we right. have a Minecraft server now. Um, uh, the Frog Pants community has always had two Minecraft servers. They've had like a modded one and then the final score server. So mm-hmm. we decided we would also have our own Minecraft server. So we, um, Stig, myself, Lotwick, um, have kind of, um, and a few other people, we all kind of put our brains together and we put together this um, awesome mod pack, the AIE Nomads mod pack, which can be downloaded from Curse on the Curse nice. voice. On the Curse Voice client, which is new and kind of weird, but you know, it's a thing. Um, so it's basically the, the whole idea. It's just really technology focused. There's not a lot of magic in it at all. And you can see um, if you come join our server, the information is on the wiki, but it's really easy. The webpage, the, it's minecraft.aie.org. So mm-hmm. really can't get easier than that. That will. Um, it is a whitelisted server, so you have to, um, I forget what the email address is, but I'm, I'm sure it's all part I of the forums, isn't it? I'm sure it is. I'm, I bet it's, it's on the Nomad section. It's on the, um, should be on the Imperium Ludi under the um, Nomads, I believe. Yeah, yep. I'm pretty sure it's like whitelist. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Um, it nope. could be. Now, question for you, because um, I know our daughter's obsessed with Minecraft. Ted is as well. Sometimes they play with when they play together. But um, do you have to really worry about age restrictions on things like a Minecraft server? Is it all ages, well, like most of the AI stuff? Is or what's going on with that piece of it? It should be all ages. Um, I, you know, the, a lot of guys that are playing right now are the Eve guys. I don't want to say that okay. Eve is, uh, you know, how the Eve guys are. Well, it's, it's, but, more of our, it's more of AI after dark. Yeah, but it is supposed to be. I think Stig has his daughter playing, or oh, awesome. was going to set his daughter up for that. I don't remember if he did or not. So, so we try to keep but it within yeah. our normal guidelines yeah, if we be, can. Yeah, it should be. You know, we're not. I'm not really. We're not actively going out and policing everybody because everybody's pretty cool. Yeah. And everybody's. Um, I don't get on the mumble a lot, but you know, everybody's on the mumble server. Building, but the server's really cool. Stig has this um, flying pig that I stole the other day and nice. parked it in his base. Nice. Um, yeah, that's right. I did that, Stig. Secrets out. <laughs> Beware of the robot's revenge. Yes. Um, what else? Well, that's pretty much Minecraft. So I started playing oh. Guild Wars 2. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, to Claw, who was a Final Fantasy officer and a Wildstar officer. 
mm-hmm. said, oh, I'm playing Guild Wars 2. So I downloaded it, and I wanted to see how it ran on my computer because I just got a 980, and it wouldn't run on the laptop that I'm on right now for whatever reason. It hated it. So, and I, started, I just started playing, and I was like, wow, I really love this game. So Guild Wars 2. Um, now is a great time to get into Guild Wars 2. If you have not purchased Guild Wars 2 yet, if mm-hmm. you buy the expansion, um, Heart of Thorns, it comes with Guild Wars 2. So cool. it's not like Warcraft where you have to buy the base Every game extension. and TBC and Wrath of the Lich. And all, you, know, you don't have to buy all that stuff. You just have to buy the one expansion, and it comes with the base game, which is really cool. I mean, there's a big think about it on the forums, of course, because why yeah. are you charging me full price for the game and the expansion? Just give me the expansion. I have the game. I really don't care. I pre-ordered it. I love it. I mean, the game, it's a, I don't even have a it's release date. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I love the art style, like the, the map. And I don't know, something about Guild Wars 2, I just got back into it. And it's, I don't know why I got out of it, to be honest, because it's really good. Time. But they're, yeah, maybe. Um, but they're changing in the expansion. They're adding um, a new class, which uh-huh. is going to be like a heavy armor um, magic user, I guess. Um, I don't oh. really know exactly. But like it's going to have it. It's, I think it's like a reverent or something. That's what they're Ooh, calling nice. it. But it's uh, the new expansion. New, new zones are going to be like three tiers high. It's going to mm-hmm. have like it's going to be in a jungle. So you're going to have like the top of the jungle, where the roots are, and kind of like in the middle in the trees. So it's going to have like each map is going to have like layers you have to go explore, which is going to be really cool. And they're changing the way you get the legendaries. Right now, it's um very expensive and or very random mm-hmm. to get the um, precursor item that starts that's part of the legendary crafting thing and now it's going to be a quest that you do and then you're going to have to like it's themed if it's like a Norn themed one they, those expand, the um, example they gave in the post I read that you'll have to go around and party with the various leaders of the world and stuff like that So very cool so that's Actually, looking forward to that. Um, there is a big balance update that they're like rebalancing all of the classes, and that is coming out on the twenty third. Very and popular since day. I've only, since yeah, and since I've only been playing for, you know, a couple weeks now, I really don't have, like, you know, the, I don't know, like the first time like you pick up Guild Wars two after, um, not playing it for a year is what is going on? What is all this junk in my inventory? How do I play this game again? Because it doesn't play like Warcraft. Um, right. So you, the first the first couple of days you're just overwhelmed trying to figure out okay now what do I play like how do I play this mm-hmm. and I yeah I once I I, I mean I'm, I'm getting to the point where I, I'm kind of getting to it I'm trying to get into the PvP again and figuring out how to play the game and it's like well these class changes are coming at a great time for me because oh yeah I'm not gonna it's not like I'm gonna see it you know it's not, I don't remember what it was supposed to be like I got an idea of what it plays like right now kind of barely so yeah, you're not you're not feeling nerfed game. right oh I, i'm not gonna feel nerfed or buffed i'm i'll be indifferent the whole process i'm nice. sure somebody will be up in arms somebody about it yeah it's, it's always it's bad. exactly someone's always gonna be well this happened to me and it's sometimes it feels like a personal offense though it's not demonology warlocks um you know <laughs> ouch Sorry. Shots fired. Shots fired, Amy Jade. 
Oh, certainly. That's awesome, though. I mean, what always oh. impresses me about Guild Wars, yeah, the, the art style. Um, so pretty. I just see it over on Ted's machine. We, I got him that one year for, you know, not long ago for Christmas, I want to say. And yeah, it's pretty. It is. So I'm cool. the character creator. It that is. Tara. <laughs> Tara's, I don't know. I have no words. Family friendly. <laughs> yeah, the, the character creation in Terra alone, you can lose yourself for hours and go, okay, now what? <laughs> I noticed he was playing it when our daughter was at camp and not with her in the room, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason for that. I, couldn't, I could not get into Terra, but Guild Wars is another story. Guild Wars is pretty. Yeah. Actually, Guild Wars is the reason why I got it so into Wildstar. Really? I want kind of wanted Wildstar to kind of like. Well, I think one of the reasons because I was doing a lot of dungeons before in Guild Wars, and like it doesn't have that trinity. So you, when you do a dungeon in Guild Wars, it feels like a cluster. It's like you're. Like, yeah. Nobody's tanking. Nobody's healing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just like running, you know, like an event with somebody, or um, yeah, just randomly killing something with somebody, and wow. They can be right next to you. It's not really. So I think that's what kind of was kind of putting me off because we were doing a, the group I was, was doing a lot of dungeons, and that's what I kind of was expecting out of Wildster while they have tanks and healers and stuff. And I don't know, Wildster just kind of fell out of favor, I guess. No, unfortunately, you know, a lot of the times Poor as guys. gamers, we want to see what's new, what's pretty, and people will kind of rush to that. It'll be the new hotness, and then the shine wears off and because a lot of the times games the base parts are so alike they're like okay well this is new this is nice looking but now i'm going to go back to where i have more of a history where i am always comfortable playing instead and then the, it loses the shine yeah there's there's a lot, of, a lot of lore. yeah there's a lot of um i think they call it gamers um Remorse? Not not remorse, but there's ADD. No, there's a lot of gamer ADD. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gamer ADD. No, there's a lot of um, built-in. I can't think of the term in physics, but it's basically you have to overcome a significant amount to build momentum to get somebody to move to a new. IP, regardless of what game it is, it has to be either significantly different, like moving from, you know, fantasy into a pure science fiction or something like that, you know, to do it, because otherwise you just tend to fall back into that, that thing of, well, I have this, this is just a newer way of doing stuff, but I've got all this back over here with all my history. So it's, it's hard to get, you know, it's hard to get people out of that, um, I don't want to call it a rut, but out of that comfort zone that they're in to try something new and then stay in that in that new stuff. Because right. um, you can right. always go back to WoW. Exactly. Exactly. I feel bad about WoW because I've been super busy like packing and stuff. Like I've raid with um, Sirene and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have not been. I have not been. Well, aside from like right now, where I'd be available to go raid. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> um, I've been. I've been missing out on the raiding. I really enjoy the raiding in WoW and. And I'm sure, I'm sure as we get you know closer to an impending date in August, Miss Sai herself might be a little busy as well. Yes. Yeah. Well, she's got to double up. She can do the in-game one and the 
at the same time because for Remembrance Day will be yeah. timing. Because uh, yeah, that's um, I'm trying to figure out how all of our wedding guests are going to log into Remembrance Day um at the wedding. <laughs> Free Wi-Fi for everyone. I think it's a great idea. Um, so anything anything else you want to throw out there, Jedi? Um. I need them to nerf the um, requirements for flying in Warlords of Draenor. Right? Hence, back to the too busy to play WoW thing? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have... I, I've, on, both, on all of my level 100s, I have stopped. Like, as soon as I hit 100, I stopped in the grand, and that's it. So, yeah. Like, just like going back to do it. Like, it might have like the best storyline ever, but I just like, I'm 100 now. I don't have to do it. Right. Now I have to do yeah. it. To fly. Yeah. Well, it, it was funny because I know a couple of people mentioned, you know, doing all these achievements for flying would be a lot easier if, if I could fly. Flying. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the nice thing is um, if you have alt-itis where you've played a lot of alts and things like that, all these achievements that count towards flying, not the rep, but the three new reps into none, but all the achievements are account wide. So if you, you know, yeah. did like one area in Gorgrond with one character and then did another area in Gorgrond, but you get the total achievement that counts towards the, the meta for the flying. Um, wow had put up a nice, and I think we, Oh, we weren't here last week, were we? Or were we? You are. No, honey. Wowhead has a nice, um, basically, it's a, a calculator that tells you what you I've need to complete. Yeah. I saw it and I looked at it and I said, you know, it looks like there's not a lot of stuff there, but it's like, I have like all never end to do. Right. Like, yeah. I, th I think McCullough has. Um, Way too much to do. No, you've got, I think you've got like two of the eight. Quest lines left in the grand, and that's it to finish the grand, and that'll also get you the exploration because I think that's that's literally that, and then the pit for the Apexus Daily is all you have. Oh, and I haven't done the I haven't done the stupid storyline either. Right. Oh, oh the garrison the garrison storyline. Yeah, I did like I did a few of them to get the Apexus crystals. I needed to get the ring on my druid, and that was that was it. Right, and obviously I'm pretty much in the same spot you are, Jedi. Um, just with yeah, hit hundred. Okay, well I have all these other things on my plate. Let me go take care of those. Yeah, and it, it's interesting because the um, the Apexus crystals, all of them except one, which is the pit, you can get um, if you have garrison resources. You can for 200 garrison resources, you can go get a missive. And unlock that quest if it doesn't happen to be on the um, the guy in your town hall that week or that day, and then go do it. So, um, you know, if you if you've been logging in like once a week and emptying your garrison cache to where you're you've got a few, it, it's not that hard to catch up on the Apexus. But the the garrison one, I think you only get one a week for that quest line. Yeah, yeah one a week or one a day. I don't yeah. know. It's 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 not it's not like one after the other, even though I've been sitting on it for like yeah. months. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Well it, and the thing was, if they had done the garrison storyline, I realized they wanted to make it a weekly thing, but had they done it like they did the five one storyline where you were getting something 
every other time you you basically ran the quest line then at least it kept people engaged but but it, this one was so random you didn't know which one you were going to get you didn't know where in your garrison the person was going to show up with it and heaven forbid your garrison quest or your quest log was full at 25 and you dropped it when the quest giver was out in the wild i think john um, I think John lost his quest line for a month and a half. He couldn't find it. He didn't know oh, why yeah. he wasn't getting it. And there was a quest giver out in the Grand somewhere off the beaten path that he had to go pick it up again. Just some random yeah. guy out there in the middle of nowhere. The yeah, quest that the out. quest breadcrumb would lead you to, but if you drop it once you get out there, you don't remember he's out there. Right. I just didn't have enough incentive to go and do it. If it packs yeah. crystals. I got my yeah. ring. What do we need the crystals for? Exactly. Yeah. Well, now now with the Apexus crystals, um, if you get 20,000 Apexus crystals, it unlocks a 655 weapon or a 660 weapon. But then for 10,000 more crystals, it upgrades to a 695 item level weapon. So a lot of Not people bad. have been... No, a lot of people have been saving up just you know the 30,000 and they're, okay, we're done. I'm going to get one item upgraded and, and worry about it. But apparently from what they've seen on the PTR, the Apexus crystals just really drop significantly more in the Tanan area when you're going to be out there. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be an interesting uh, experiment to see how they took what they learned from Timeless Isle and apply it to this. I like Timeless Isle. Yeah, it was really fun did. because everyone everyone was out of their garrisons. Everyone was, you know, oh, this rares up. And then you just see this mob of people, like, run across the zone to right. go get that. <laughs> it was fun. It's kind of like playing Guild Wars 2. There mm-hmm. we go. It on all ties together. Exactly. All in like the... a big circle. Yes. Except for the Minecraft stuff because that's totally random. And those aren't circles. Those are more um, squares. Yeah, they're, well, if you go way far back, then you get kind of like a circle, but right. you, you have to squint a little. And So, question for you, because I know you enjoy Minecraft, and I know um, you are the father of many. Do your kids play? Yes, but not on the server. <laughs> there, are yeah, so many, there are so many kids. There are so many kids, and there's only so many computers in the house. And right. there's only... Well, I had three Minecraft accounts, and I, I gave one to a, fr- a friend that actually doesn't play anymore. It's so like I could probably go recuperate that. But yeah, we only have three Minecraft accounts in the house. And right. I should have bought well, a bunch have, way back when they were like twenty dollars. Yeah. It's a super expensive game. I think they what is yeah. it thirty or forty bucks now? Um. Yeah, but it's it's a buy. You only have to buy it once. Yeah, you I buy it once. Um, yeah. We've got um, the the thing they're making their money on, or what they're charging for now, is the Minecraft Realms, where they you know basically host the own their own server, and so um, I've got one of those running. We've got a creative mode and a um, survival mode world set up, um, so my daughter will come over and uh, my daughter's friend will come over and play on Macaulay's computer. Um, my daughter will play on her own computer, and then I'll log in occasionally. And they just love to go out and and now that they've got the command blocks 
um, enabled on Minecraft ROMs, they'll go out, get lost somewhere, and go, hey, I found this really cool thing, and they'll set up a command block to teleport them back to the house, and then set up another command block at the house to teleport them back out there. So (laughs) their house now looks like Grand Central Station. It must have at least 15 or 20 command blocks of this takes you to the jungle. This takes you out to this village. This takes you out to this village. This takes you out to, you know, the, the sunken sea temple that we found. Uh, it's, it's amazing what they, it's surprising how game. creative the kids are and that they like, they have like this one, one of the kids has like a whole city built up in their world. And it's, it's amazing how creative they get if when you let them, but then you throw, yeah. a, you know, throw a bunch of Legos and down at them and, no, they're not interested. They look at, at you all, like so. you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are these 3D Minecraft blocks? What What, what is this? Is this, yeah. the, is this the Minecraft Lego set? No, these are. Yeah, I know <laughs> that 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 was very recursive or very meta when you saw the Lego doing Minecraft figurines in Lego. I was like, eh, what? <laughs> all right, so. Let's have anything more that Jedi needs to throw out there for us. I think we're about done. So, last week's question of the week. What mobile games are you currently playing? I know we did this before E3 came out. Um, Legowaru, the mobile game he's playing the most is Hearthstone. Followed by Spider Solitaire and Robot Unicorn Attack 2. And um, my own Ivory Tagger over here. The mobile game that he's currently hooked on is, of course, Fallout Shelter. Very good game. Funny enough, we had a really, really boring meeting on Friday, and I look to my right, and Dan Kenny is playing it, and I look to our left, and our friend Warlock Feelings is playing it. Like, yeah, because that's what you do instead of sitting in really boring meetings where they talk about the same things three times. Anyways, our new question is, which game that AIE is in are you going to spend the majority of your time in this week? Since there's so many new, so much news about so many games and lots of new stuff. And I did Tetsami's part, and I apologize. Ah, uh, that's okay. <laughs> All right, well... Besides me stepping on my husband's feet, hey, we've been married for 18 years. It's bound to happen. Um, that's about it for our show tonight. Why the wonderful and talented chat room begins suggesting show titles. We want to thank Jedi so much for joining us. And Jedi, where can people find you when you're not helping us on the podcast or looking for Guilty of the Month nominations? Um, that Jedi Knife Fight. Which is the best one ever. Yeah, and um, GOTM at AIE-Guild.org. It's a tie. It's a okay, tie. Who's, who's a tie of? It's a tie between Catelyn and Tenaria and from Final Fantasy and the Varwin Pent from Eve. Awesome. Nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because you'll be the month. Yes. It's an awesome program. Let's get lots of people nominated. And Sybil's already winning at show titles. She suggested show title, Lego My Minecraft. I like it. All right. While we wait for more titles, uh, if you 
Yes, you, listener, there in in the listening world. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And Tatsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Ask Amagus, Ask Miss Malgra, over, and Overly Dramatic News. Next week, we'll be talking to Abavon about Final Fantasy XIV, which, you know, has an expansion coming out on Tuesday. So until then, AIE... This is Tetsemi. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Melgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, would it be a good investment to purchase a fixer-upper garrison to flip? As you know, the real estate market can be quite fickle. Mortgages, property taxes, appraisals, and all that. And owning your own garrison can be a lot of work, never mind taking on a second one to fix up. And then there is all the packing and boxes and labeling. You just know that your good mage sandals will end up stuffed in a box with someone's muddy plate graves. This property thing can be quite tricky. I also know that the Dalaran crater in the Hillsbrad foothills makes it look easy. But flipping a garrison requires more mages than I can count to stabilize all the forces on your buildings. It is probably easier just to make that second garrison look nice and sell it to someone else. I am Miss Mulgrew, and that is my advice. Ah, come on, gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgrew on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgrew.com. Thanks to Amy Jade on Earthen Ring for this week's idea. Wicked weather causes transportation tangle. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Take it from me, forecasting the weather is a difficult undertaking to start with, but the task just got orders of magnitude harder now that it appears the Iron Horde has begun practicing weather modification in the skies of Draenor. How do we know this? Despite the calendar, a massive winter storm has enveloped the world, and it shows no sign of ending. Hmm, perhaps we should have listened to that cult that kept insisting winter is coming before dying horrible deaths. Because of the icing and low visibilities that are likely permanent, all plans for non-native aerial operations have been cancelled. Yes, folks, it appears that the ability to fly in Draenor has been lost due to blizzard conditions. Wait, hold the outro. I've just received some new information. 
Authorities are now saying that Horde and Alliance adventurers will be able to fly in spite of the storm, but only upon proving they possess the following. A detailed knowledge of Draenor geography, Apex's crystals for navigational instruments, sufficient treasure to take out liability insurance, and have earned the trust of Draenor authorities by performing a circus act where they jump through many hoops. Difficult tasks indeed, but the fact that authorities relented at all shows that a complete aerial operations ban just wouldn't fly. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Welcome, this is Dedoran with another edition of Ask Amagus. This week's question is, why did mages suddenly stop using Frost Firebolt? Well, simply, it was a buggy mess. There were just simply too many variables that made it not work very well, if at all. But today, I would like to announce a new version of Frost Firebolt. Frost Firebolt 2. This time we learned our lesson. And instead of a buggy mess, you'll get a perfect experience. We have our best goblin mage engineers work on it to make sure that it will be as crisp as ever. Trust me, this time it will not blow up in your face, literally. Pre-order now and you'll experience no repercussions whatsoever. Send your questions to Askamagus on Twitter. Thrumkar and welcome to Ask Miss Malgra. Your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is... Should I protest that legislators have deemed Draenor a... Now you may fly if you just do these one or two little things for me zone. Alright, look. There was no flying for a while. Then there was no flying forever. And now there is flying again. And still no one seems to be happy. I thought that everyone wanted to fly. Flying is one of those things I dream about doing one day, and I do not mean buckled in the seat of one of those goblin contraptions with a choice of cookies or pretzels, so I would be very happy if I could fly on my own. Sometimes I just do not understand what the big hullabaloo is all about. I think I'll go Pantanom. That I understand. I am Miss Mugger, and that is my advice. Oh, come my gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Pandaren panders to push past popularity plateau. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The discovery of the continent of Pandaria several years ago opened a wondrous new world to the Alliance and the Horde, and it also brought forth new celebrities, both famous and infamous, to help the circulation numbers of newspapers and town criers alike. Perhaps none were better known than the Pandaren wanderer Chen Stormstout, who parlayed his newfound notoriety into several beer and spirits endorsement contracts, all of which included an all-he-could-drink clause. Life for Chen was good. But fame is fleeting, and with the war on Draenor saturating the news, Chen has seen his fortunes fall. Many of Azeroth's more cynical observers were not surprised to hear, then, that Stormstout had made a play to return to the limelight by announcing that he intended to undergo a race-change operation and become a tauren. 
Needless to say, such an unprecedented operation is hugely expensive, and Stormstout, pleading poverty, launched a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds. His supporters responded in droves, quickly raising over three million gold pieces. Now that the operation is complete and successful, the former Pandaren has an article out in this month's Cosmopolitan introducing his new look to the world. He's also taken a new name, as reflected in the article's title, Call Me Chen Mu. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.